Governor Shapiro is looking to fix the state's higher education system and what killed hundreds of fish in the Susquehanna River. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Friday, January 26th, and this is being recorded at 9.19 a.m. Happy Friday. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. Governor Josh Shapiro's administration says he plans next month to propose steps toward fixing a state higher education system that's among the worst in the nation in affordability. The administration hasn't released many specifics, but says the Democratic governor will give more details in his February 6th budget address. It says Shapiro will propose significant aid for state-owned universities, community colleges, and their students. The administration says the school should be united under a governance system that improves coordination and limits competition and duplication. A Penn State professor is sharing preliminary findings from the Elevate Pennsylvania initiative. Sydney Roach is with our partner WPSU and State College, and she reports the initiative is meant to maximize the impact of the $2 billion the state is getting in opioid settlement funds. Christina Brandt is an assistant professor of rural sociology. She's also a part of the Elevate Pennsylvania initiative, which includes researchers from Penn State, Pitt, and Temple. Brandt is surveying counties across the state on their planning and decision-making process for using the settlement funds. A lot of counties are using funds to support expansion of medication for opioid use disorder in their local jails. So counties have been tasked to really think about what they provide in their jails and try to expand services there. But Brandt says some counties are hesitant to fund some harm reduction services, like needle exchange programs. And Brandt says she heard from many people in the survey that those with lived experience should be part of the decision-making process. In some counties, folks with lived experience were consulted for planning, but they weren't really looped into the power structures. The data should be published later this year, and Brandt says she hopes it will give counties some ideas and improve their decision-making process. Some Republican state lawmakers are suing in federal court and challenging three executive branch actions designed to boost voter registration, including a 2021 executive order by President Joe Biden. Now, many of the lawmakers on the lawsuit have sued previously to invalidate the state's vote-by-mail law, voted to contest the 2020 presidential election, or protested the certification of Biden's win, despite no significant evidence of voter fraud. The lawsuit is expected to be one of many to litigate voting and election rules in a battleground state that's critical to 2024's presidential contest. It challenges the legality of a 2021 executive order by Biden that orders federal agencies to expand access to registering to vote. The suit also goes after two state-level actions. Democratic state lawmakers are taking some steps to remove obstacles to safe abortions in Pennsylvania. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports the move comes 51 years after Roe v. Wade was decided and two years after it was reversed by the Supreme Court. Abortion remains legal in the state, but access has been restricted due to certain regulations. So Representative Tarek Khan of Philadelphia is calling for the repeal of a law signed by then-Governor Tom Corbett, which required abortion clinics to meet the same requirements as ambulatory surgical facilities. The measure requires clinics to heavily modify much of their space, leading to high costs, which Khan says led many to close. It would also remove a mandate that abortion providers maintain a transfer agreement with hospitals. He says by removing roadblocks, patients' lives can be saved. By getting rid of this law, 
we will ensure safe access to anyone who requires or needs abortion care. The regulations to clinics are not the only restrictions to abortion access in the Commonwealth. Another is a 24-hour rule requiring patients to receive state-mandated counseling that's aimed to discourage abortions while giving the patient a one-day pause before being able to schedule a procedure. On this Friday morning, when I got into the office at Odark 30, I went through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania, checking for a few stories to pass along to you today. So here are a couple I came across. The State Fish and Boat Commission is investigating the deaths of hundreds of fish in York County as a fish kill incident. The York Dispatch reports channel catfish, small and largemouth bass, and suckers were seen dead in the Susquehanna River and along the shoreline near Brunner Island, a steam electric power plant in York Haven. Two units at Brunner Island were taken offline as part of a normal process earlier this week. One environmental group says it's possible the move could have caused warm water flowing from the plant into the river to stop or be heavily reduced. Now that would make the water temperature of a river channel plummet, which can kill fish by the masses. And we have another development in the case of an Amish farmer in Lancaster County who's facing legal trouble for selling raw milk and unregulated products because they may endanger public health. Our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, has been following this story and reports a county judge has ordered Amos Miller and his various business entities to stop producing and selling his raw milk products, citing immediate and irreparable injury. The order grants a request by the state attorney general's office, which sued Miller earlier this week. It also directs him and his business entities to allow the State Department of Agriculture to inspect records and test products. A hearing over how long the order should remain in effect is scheduled for February 29th. Now, Miller must notify his customers that two cases of foodborne illnesses have been traced to his products and also must notify them that raw milk samples collected by agriculture officials during a January 4th search tested positive for listeria. Listeria is among the bacteria that can be found in raw milk that cause foodborne illnesses, including diarrhea, cramps, kidney failure, and in rare cases, death. Now it's time to wrap up this Friday edition of The Morning Agenda. I certainly hope your week went well and you have some great plans for the weekend ahead. Just want to remind you, too, that The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcasts on WITF's YouTube channel and also on the NPR One app. And be sure to check out our Spotify playlist each month. This month's is called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, January 2024. And my song of the day today is This Is America by Childish Gambino. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda, a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated. I will be spending the night watching the first two episodes of the World War II series, Masters of the Air. So be well, enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk again on Monday.